So, retrospectors, what historical events are we ticking off on this week's run of Today in History? Well, Monday is the anniversary of the day Roger first publishes famous thesaurus. Then on Tuesday, we say happy birthday, Mr. Potato Head. On Wednesday, the extraordinary stories of the child soldiers who fought in the American Civil War. On Thursday, how King James changed the word of God. And on Friday, what did spam emails look like in 1978? We discuss this and more on Today in History with the retrospectors. Ten minutes every weekday, wherever you get your podcasts. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So welcome to the second of these bonus predictor podcasts that we have decided to make. And I think, first of all, we're going to go to Terry to ask, how are we doing, Terry? I just think there's no need for us to do these <laughs> predictor episodes. I just, don't see, I just don't think anyone's interested in how we are doing. Well, let's not, rush to, let's not, not rush to any conclusions. I mean, let's, I think we should talk about it. Let's start with how What possible how reason doing? could you have for that? Oh, I, have, I haven't checked where, we are, where I am. Um... <laughs> We've got time, we'll wait. Hang on, I'm just on my laptop now, everyone. Oh, oh the internet's not working. Um, <laughs> and, oh, it's all right, I've got it up oh, here. Oh. Tears um, rolling down your cheeks. So, yeah, no, I'm, uh, oh, you don't seem to be on the first page of, uh, of the rankings anymore, it's odd, Terry. No. Maybe there's some mistake. It's called GP Predictor, but I'd be better just pissing uh, on a stick. Oh, no, yeah, I've just found you. You're on, you're on the second page. Oh. Page two. Yeah, you've, you've dropped down a little bit. Lucas Aid Swatch, 88 points, down three places. Terry, it's not looking good. Okay, where are you guys? Come on then. I have climbed seven places and I'm ninth overall, Tin Duck Racing. 121 you made, points. You've made the biggest improvement of the I three am. of us. So I'm, well I've, done. I've overtaken you just. By one, one. By th- uh, four points and one place. One place, okay, and I'm in. 10th place. 10th place. Was that where it was last time? No, you were. No, you're up 14th. 14th. Last time. I moved up three places and, frankly, very happy with my performance. So what we're basically saying is, you two are kind of Rosbergs and I'm Hamilton. 
I haven't even started yet. I don't know if I should take I that know. as a, an insult or a compliment. Meant as an insult, Phil. <laughs> okay. Let's grudgingly celebrate those people at the top and those that are doing well. Let's have a look at the top five. Okay. In fifth place, it's Defender F1 by Tom Clark with 133 points. It's a non-mover in fourth place. The M4 racing team with Marcus Nikasanen. And in third, down one, Lynch Mob Mark V. Down one in third place with James Lynch at the helm. Second place, climbing one, is Cap Throws Anonymous from Tim Nichols. And still in the lead, it's basically like Brian Adams. It's Tom Stallion Young with Drink Driving with Pasta, the song from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. So let's talk about the people whose predictions were most accurate for this race. Why have they done so well? Well... Am I losing? Question mark. Doesn't matter. That's very clever. <laughs> Good name. Now, unfortunately, the Autosport League we're using doesn't reward points for good names. But just so you know, mate, uh, I'd have given you 10 points for that alone. But what's he doing well? Well, he's got the most points for the Chinese Grand Prix and what an amazing forecast. He predicted correctly first place, second place, sixth place, seventh place, eighth place and tenth place. That's 10 points for each. But it's he crazy. Got, he got pole wrong, fastest lap wrong, and positions gained wrong. So did I. Still did better than everybody else. That's Luke Wilmot, by the way. We should but, mention his name. But what I'm saying is that he got quite a lot wrong, which means that we must have got loads wrong, and Terry must have got nearly all of it wrong. Look, it took a lot of hacking, but I managed to get my prediction. It's going to be <laughs> Nigel Mansell first, <laughs> Nigel Mansell second, <laughs> Nigel Mansell third, Fastest lap, Nigel Mansell. Positions gain, Lewis Hamilton. Oh, I where wish you, I had. Where I did you I come had. overall in this particular... I'm just looking down the list to try and find, Terry, where you came in this race. And uh, I'm still going. Hold on. 25, 30. 35th you came overall. Well, that's not bad. Should we, should we discuss your predictions? Yes, please do. You reckon Fettel was going to win? You did well, get five points for that because he was on the podium. That wasn't far off, to be honest. Uh, if you he, reckon I mean, Hamilton was going to be second... Again, also, if he'd have come second... Yeah. I mean, you did get a few things right. You got fifth place right with Raikkonen, yep. and you got ninth place right with Sainz. Yep. Everything else you got wrong. So you got 26% You got right. 26% prediction accuracy. Yep. Which sounds a bit generous, but we'll let you off, and it gives you 30 points. So, Terry, after that catastrophe, what are you going to do differently this time? Well, I've got two uh, courses ahead of me. I can either totally copy the winning formula of the, other, the best teams, which so means... Us. Well, not you guys, but, you know, me. I can go to the top of the league and I can do what all the teams are doing in Formula 1 now, which is copying Mercedes, or I can do what I think is a better idea, which is stick with my gut feelings and carry on. Basically, this is like playing pool. The first couple of games, you're a bit rusty, not sure what's going on, and then you come into your stride. So I'm thinking the next few races are me and my stride, and the next time we do one of these episodes, you will be going, oh my God, Terry, you're amazing. So you reckon Russia, you'll be better? I'm not going to say a definite race, but I'm going to be better. But certainly... <laughs> Is this going to be like McLaren's promises of engine superiority? <laughs> By Spain, I'm going to be on the podium. <laughs> OK, so we've had some new teams, and welcome to you all. And we are going to jump over to Phil, who's going to go through them and say hello. Yes, we're not going to run through them all, I don't think, because there's quite a lot of them, uh, which is great. Hello to everyone, and sorry if your name isn't mentioned. It just means that we didn't like you, or your team name wasn't good enough. There's a few names that uh, grabs my attention. Uh, buttermilk Chicken GP. Well, about time. <laughs> I like a buttermilk chicken. I do as well. I don't know what that is. Have it's you never had really buttermilk chicken? It's, no. like, it's what KFC would be if it had been done properly by people who know about cooking. What? Welcome also to Only In It For Bernie's Money. 
I don't think you're going to get any money out of Bernie. Well, unless you're Ferrari, I think you're barking up the wrong tree. They have a veto. Team Midway. Now, I'm unclear. That, is that, is that going to be named after the Battle of Midway from the One World War I II? think because we're doing this podcast in West London, very near Westway, that's what they meant. Oh. Yeah. Windbags United. That's a, that's a driver's letter reference, isn't it? Oh, because th- they did the letter and Bernie called them a bunch of windbags. That's another team name that later in the season we're not going to remember what it means. Yeah, brilliant. Or they had too much butter chicken curry and became windbags. Butter, ch- butter chicken curry? Oh, just butter and chicken. <laughs> Buttermilk chicken curry. Just butter. Oh, cooking with FF1X. Just butter. Just butter <laughs> with like a... Just a chicken. <laughs> A live chicken running around in melted butter. Gorgeous. <laughs> and Terry will be guesting on MasterChef next season. Well, Greg, <laughs> what this is, I have no time to kill it. It's, uh, you know, it's a, it's, it's a, it's melted butter. Well, basically, the butter was melted, but we've taken so long to get to me that it's kind of solidified around the chicken's feet. So there's a trapped chicken, a buttery chicken base in butter. Moving on. Wow. Marks for brevity. That's the name of the team. Wow. 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 Sponsored by a Woucher. Award for the most disgusting team name goes to Flavio's Thongstain. Oh. <laughs> do, we, do we miss Briatori? Oh. Not now. I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, I hope that, Fla- that we can maybe get some predictions for Flavio's Thongstain over oh. the coming weeks. <laughs> uh, it's on his oh. yacht. <laughs> oh. I've gone right off F1 now. He's been leaning against the wall in Harrods. <laughs> Just a brown stain on the wall. For, for runner-up Tifosiles. It's like Ferrari and runner-up. And Tifosi and... Missiles? Pedophiles? I don't know. For runner-up <laughs> Tifosiles. Don't know what it means. Probably quite clever. Don't quite get it. And rounding off, uh, we've got F. Juan, which is E-F-F, and then Juan, as in the Spanish name. F. Juan. That is exotic. That is quite good. Yeah. And also, that is, that is just how they say F1 in Spain, though. F1. Yeah. In Germany, Formel 1. And lastly, stoned on Eccles. It's quite stone clever. Because it's like Ecclestone. He's stoned. Maybe he's had yeah, so yeah. many Eccles cakes. He's like you with your first defence. I never realised Bernie Eccleston was a palindrome. It's not a palindrome. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Terry. Thank you to everyone that is part of our league. How many have we got now, Phil? The numbers are all up the creek on the display, but I'm guessing about 61. If you want to join our league, the highly competitive league, you can find it on our website, ff1s.com forward slash predictions. I'm G. Kres, and we will see you after the Russian Grand Prix. Goodbye. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network.